Hey, hey y'all. y'all, welcome back to Cups of Anxiety. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm your other host, Autumn. Today we have a guest. You might remember her from season one, episode one, Amy Lee. Hello. And you'll see why she's a guest today because Autumn, what's the tea today? The tea we have here is ginger lemongrass. I think, well, the actual tea we'll be having today is Asian specific traumas. All right. So, has your parents ever told you they found you in a dumpster? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have a brother that's like a year younger than me. So she would tell me, my mom would tell me and my brother, she found us both in dumpsters. It didn't occur to me to question it then, but I should have asked myself, we're a year apart. Where are all these kids you're finding in dumpsters? Right. <laughs> and then Amy? Um... I don't remember anything like that, actually, because my mom's an OG manifester, and she believes that if you say anything bad about your kids, it'll come true. Ah. So she'll be like, I won't call you dumb, or you'll be actually be dumb. Oh, know? wow. So, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I do wish my mom had followed that blueprint of, um, of like not manifesting per se but like the whole if you say things out loud it will come true like i don't believe in that but i wish that my mom had followed that blueprint Mm. Mm -hmm. i see yeah oh i just realized you're petting mochi yeah i see it (laughs) ah okay this is so real all right um yeah my grandma my grandma and my mom this is a generational thing for you so like my grandma gaslit me and was like she found me like my mom found me in the dumpster too so like it was just like not just my parents but my parents parents Mm. were like yeah they backed up the claim yeah like they, (laughs) they, they they backed it up so they could make it you know realistic all the adults were in on it yeah I feel like we need to dissect this a little bit because like we can't just be like oh our parents made this joke and just 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 no we need to dissect this because like um because like I know that we tend to be he he ha ha our parents made the same joke but like 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 they were in on yeah like my grandma like literally if I was if I was sitting let's just say I got in trouble they'd be like this is why your mom found you in a dumpster (laughs) (laughs) i want to know the psychology behind that because i don't hear any other racial minority experience this wait no i have heard i think i've had other minority friends that are like yeah they told me that too Mm. what's the psychology behind that because they're trying to say that like they saved you oh i just thought they thought it was funny no they do think it's kind of no they do think it's funny too they do think it's funny too yeah (laughs) I will, I guess, to add some more backstory to what my mom, how, how, how she handled it, was it was just a random day. It was just a random day she felt like doing this, but she felt like confessing to me that I was adopted and that um, she was like, yeah, you're not like really you know, like, you're my child, but you're not, you know, my actual child. Well, that was, I'm sorry, but that was, that was crisp. Oh, yeah. Thank you for pouring the tea, Michelle. Thank you. Um, and then my mom was telling me, like, 
uh, and I found you in the dumpster. And she was being all detailed with it too. She was like, "Yeah, you were like crying, and I just felt so bad for you." Damn, she added de- details just to make it feel. <laughs> I mean, make it sound real. Yeah, she was adding details, and she was like, you know, you were always a troubled baby. I had I had to pick you up. And then she said the same thing to my brother, and then, and then, like, she specifically told me, you better not tell anybody Anyone? at school this. Mm. And, like, <laughs> let's just say that when I was younger, I did not. One, I did not have the best, how do you call it? The word starts discernment. I yeah. didn't have the best discernment. Yeah. And I also was not good at following instructions. And like in my brain, I had this sort of main character syndrome that's like, my life is a lie. And then I was like telling my friends and they were like, your mom found you in a dumpster? And then our gym teacher overheard us and was like, your mom found you where? And right. Because then they'd be like, uh, we need to call yeah, CPS or something. And then that was when I was like, oh, that's why my mom told me not to tell anyone. And then when I got home from school, um, uh, I had like told my mom what happened. And she was like, I didn't actually find you in a dumpster. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you tell me that? And she was like, it was a joke. In my brain, I should have thought to myself, who was it funny for? Right. Because my my parents usually used it as like um, to back up why I did something. So like, let's say I was bad in school. They'd be like, see, you did that because we found you in a dumpster. Oh yeah, they're like no child of mine. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's the tea? How's the tea? Really good. Do you it's make this? Warm, mm-hmm. It's great, and it's and it's filling this anxious hole in my stomach from hearing you talk about uh, your parents being in on the joke. And oh yeah, that's very warming. Yeah, that's very soothing. And it's funny because, like, this is actually our first episode in a while where we're actually drinking tea. Like, hot tea. Not just hot tea, but, like, tea because we keep drinking things that are... We have drank, like, a southern tea, which is tea, but it's, Mm -hmm. like, not, like, true tea, you know? Not that southern tea is not a true tea, but, like, this is, like, actually, like, brewed, you know? Um, Yeah. And so, all right, so that was, you know, the whole... Baby found in a dumpster. Amy, okay. you have been, I guess... Blessed in a sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is the one I wrote down. This one says, parents finding anything to whoop you with. And I got a lot to say, but what's like the most random thing you got whooped with? Two things. A hairbrush. Okay. And a remote control with no batteries in it. That it? Wow. Why? Why'd you have to add the no batteries in it? Did, did that? Did that affect it a little more? It didn't affect it. It was more that that's what I remembered. Ah. I remembered just a. We would have remote controls around the house, and only one of them would have batteries that would work, and we just had a bunch of them like mm. that were empty. I see. What about you, Amy? I mean, it'll be mostly hangers. Hanger. Oh my god. I've I've been whooped with a hanger before. Yeah, it, she mostly looked for the hangers like mm. fly swatter. Because I know, handle. I know Americans and or I think also like black families, they'll like say go find a like a 
a stick outside so I can whoop you with it. But no, yeah, my mom would be like, "Go find the hanger." I'm yeah, like, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Your parents were y'all were actually y'all had parents saying, "Go find this so I can hit you with it." Yeah. Not me, but I, I was just my bringing mom. that up. Wait, what? And I'd be too scared to not do it. What? Because <laughs> for some reason I thought it'd be like worse to not like listen to her. See, if that was me, I would I would go pick the hanger that has like the the, the cotton or like not the cotton but like the fabric um. Bro, it didn't matter which hanger I chose, because oh, if I true. chose the plastic one, it'll break, and oh. then, like, she'll choose the metal one. Oh, shit. Okay, well. Oh, my God. Did <laughs> our parents all go to the same school of sadistic <laughs> parenting? Yes. Because, no, 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 because I feel like it's not far-fetched of... It wouldn't be far-fetched of my mom to have done that, but I do know that if that happened to me, I could not just pick out, like, the least harmful thing. Yeah, I couldn't do that. She would... Oh, my God. Okay, so you know how we're talking about Asian-specific traumas? Yeah. The reason why I wrote the parents finding anything and keyword anything is because I don't think this is Asian-specific. I think this is my dad-specific. So my dad is a musician, and uh, he's a music teacher as well. Um, and so he once upon a time whooped me with a drumstick, like a like a drum set stick. So so that shit's like made out of like whatever kind of wood it's made out of. It's like thick, you know. It's not even a bamboo stick. It's not one of them brush uh, the brooms that they be hitting you with. This was a full on drumstick. <laughs> like did he hit you randomly, or was there like a beat to it? <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on, Wait, hold on, I love that, okay, wait, sorry, <laughs> we needed this, we needed that, way to turn my trauma into a joke, <laughs> no, it's okay, like, I, oh, that's the question that popped Um. It definitely wasn't a rhythm. It was just random. Okay. <laughs> but that would make sense. That would make sense. But yeah. That's like one of the craziest things I got whooped with. I feel like, I guess another random thing was, um, you know those giant toy pens? Mm. It's like this long, like a foot long. Oh, I think I remember. And it was just, it was like a giant, it's like a fake Oh, actually, sometimes they wrote, but, like, this one specifically was a fake pen. My mama picked that to, like, whoop me with, and it and it broke. So, like, that's why I remember it, because I was like, it broke while she was whooping me with it. I think I remember those, but I never had one, so that wasn't mm. wait, an option. Wait, 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 Yeah. If you don't mind me being extra nosy, do okay. you remember the context of all of what, the reasons why you Okay, so my mom was crazy, and I know I say that lightly, but mentally speaking, she was not there. Um, and so, um, and I say this respectfully, she was not there. Um, and so, like, you're probably, like, as the audience, you're probably going to judge her for, like, choosing to do that. But, like, just saying, I'm not saying it's okay that she did it. I'm just saying I understand that she was going through a mental illness. So, anyways... She was not all the way there, and um, she was really upset. So she basically just grabbed anything, which was that jumbo pen, and um, she probably was more aggressive than just wanting to whoop me. With right, it. right, right, right. So, right. so like it was probably more of wanting to like 
hit me with it than more than like just scolding me, you know, like trying to teach me something, if oh that makes any God. sense. So, yeah, that is, I mean, that is a very specific trauma. Um, I don't know why. I don't remember what I did specifically, but it was, she was definitely, it might not, I don't even know if I remember this correctly, but she maybe wasn't even angry at me. She probably was just angry at something, if that makes any sense. So she probably couldn't control it, is what I'm saying. Oh my god. But that is very me-specific. That is not an Asian-specific. Um, yeah, that's that, that, that's a my mom-specific <laughs> situation. Well, that probably is, but I do feel like a lot of Asian parents, when it comes to physically disciplining their children, usually... If they have a bad day and you're right in front of them, they're like, free punching bag. I sure hope not. That, I, that's okay. I just think that that's, that's what happened. Like the reality of it is obviously maybe not our generation of parents, but I feel like because um, uh, for me, I think if I remember all the times that I was hit as a child, it would usually be because I got a homework problem wrong mm. or um, or I happened to be standing there while she was mad or uh, something like that. Yeah, no, that's for me, that jumbo pen was me happening to stand there where she was mad. Okay. I feel like that was the situation. So do you see jumbo pens the same way? I have never owned one after that. It was my pen. I remember it because it was a, it was like a Disney like probably had like Minnie Mouse on it or something. Wow. Yeah. And so I remember I was like, God Your damn, you toy. used my own toy pen to beat me up with. But okay. I mean, do your parents ever like react to like the other one like getting mad about something and then like, what do you mean? You like. Like wait, if, could you rephrase that? Well, like oh, like when your mom did that, was your dad like oh like, what's like. Oh, okay. So I guess, so for me, um, my father wasn't really present, to be Mm -hmm. honest. So Mm -hmm. it's not like I ever had a person that I could be, that could be like, oh, don't do that. She's just a kid or whatever. So there was literally nobody present in the house to ever do that. Um, But the times that my mom did like have a boyfriend, she wouldn't she wouldn't ever discipline me when there was, like, I guess, a man that she was dealing with in the house. Hmm. Yeah, she has to, like, look. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, like there were, there were times where my mom would scold me in front of her boyfriends because, like, her boyfriends would be like, oh, she's a sweet child and all of that. Don't mm. do that. So and, fake. <clears throat> I know, right? <laughs> my parents, they almost tag-teamed on it what yeah like um, they jumped you they they kind of <laughs> so my dad was definitely good cop mom was bad cop but cops on the same team if that makes any sense so like um i had i, I probably got whoopings from both of them but if you're asking me who i got or who i preferred whoop me i probably preferred my dad whoop me <laughs> yeah, like i feel like he'd be like less like angry about it like yeah so like i said my mom was more mentally driven you know like really couldn't really control how angry she was whereas my dad was more realistic more uh how do you say there 
So I guess my next question would be: Do you feel like you? Do you feel like being a girl influenced the way having a father would? Dis- like, like that that was a re- really weird way to word it but i guess what i'm trying to get across is if y'all's dads like disciplined you do you think that the way that he did it had anything to do with you being a girl and that if y'all were a guy mm. it would have been lights <gasps> out i was i also th- i also have that similar question for you because you're an only child amy um, amy's an only child yeah i mean i i don't think that question still applies to me because my dad still wasn't there, so he never hit me before. Ah, that's right, that's right. So you guys similarly both didn't really have your dads to kind yeah. of whoop you at that yeah. age, you know? Yeah, like, I think my dad's only technically hit me once. Um, but he, but obviously I think that me being a little girl mm-hmm. had a lot of influence on it. But I still don't think it's definitely right because it's basically like damn i want to hit you but you're a girl so in terms of punishment so there was one time my brother and i i know i talk about this guy so rarely i know you guys probably forgot i have such a person in my life so i have a brother um i always forget she has a brother (laughs) um there was one time where we my brother and i did do something together that was wrong um and so we had to go stand in the corner and raise our arms up, and we couldn't put our arms down. If we got, if we put our arms down, then we would get smacked—not smacked, but like on our butt or something, you know. Um, so my dad would make me do it less because I was a bitch actress, and I was like, my arms hurt. Um, so he was like, okay, if your arms hurt, then you can go take a rest. <laughs> Wait, you, you have to have your arms up. They're always like, fold your arms and look at the wall. Nah, my dad was like, brutal. He was like, "Keep your arms up if they come down." No, because they'd be like, "Come die, lie." Like, look. Yes, at I've seen that. I've seen that video, or there's a video on the on internet. This is so interesting to hear from you guys because I love my mom, but she, you know, the way she disciplined me back then, she would not have the patience to just be like, "Oh, go over to that wall and <laughs> put your arms up." She just, she just liked to swing. She just liked to hit. She did not like to do like. She wanted immediate action. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't ever like, "Oh, go stand over there, put your arms up." She just, she never like does. She never did stuff like that. She, oh, <laughs> okay. Look at She did. Oh, yeah, thank it, you. So to hear stuff like this is very like wow. I mean, my mom was also into. Uh, psychologically tearing people apart but as for physical punishments she's too impatient for all the other shit mm. i see all right that's all of our tea so be uh what's the word drink sparingly i suppose do don't say anything crazy when i'm drinking do you this think tea. it'll revive if we add hot water no because it's more than just it, it it was been, it was brewing for like two hours. Oh. Yeah. I like. Um. But let's see. Okay, so this is another one I wrote. It's kind of specific. So, not being able to use the dishwasher as a kid has also made me resist using it as an adult. So like I have a very nice dishwasher in this apartment. But the first time my husband turned it on. <laughs> He didn't use it. Like, he didn't actually, like, put soap in it and use it. He only used, like, the hot rinse. 
But when he turned it on, I literally was like baffled. I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm, I'm using the dishwasher. And I was like, but why? <laughs> I was like, we're Asian. We wash our dishes. I, I mean, we hand wash our dishes. And he was like, it's okay. I'm just using the hot rinse. And I was like, you you don't need to do that and we had a whole it wasn't an argument but he was just like why can't i and i was just like i don't know it's just been forbidden forever for me and he was like you haven't lived with your parents in like eight years like why do you care now and i was like no i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i'm not gonna lie out of all the things i feel like he had a point with that one yeah Yeah, but any occasion no no no, it's more it's more like the point being like the point is more so that a lot of this is so ingrained in us yeah. that even when we become a adu- I'm sorry guys I'm a little delirious I don't mean to make every one of these points so serious but like uh it's like it's one of those things that's like it's so ingrained in us when realistically we could just use the dishwasher see the reason why I don't like so I have used the dishwasher before um mm-hmm. but i don't re- i don't like it because it leaves like spots oh um, really like it leaves like water spots like uh just like water droplets Wait. that have dried don't over y'all have, don't y'all use the dishwasher now no okay we only oh. i only use it as a drying rack so what got me because i only use mine as a drying rack too but what got me to immediately stop the whole not being allowed to use the dishwasher trauma is I have, uh, I had like a Filipino friend of mine. They told me like, actually, sometimes it is better to use the dishwasher. And they had to explain like why, like for certain things, um, uh, something about if you use it correctly, it can make it cleaner or something like that. And this mm. was another Asian person like explaining this to me. And mm. then we had a whole conversation about how maybe the reason why um, I'm probably not the first person to ever say this, but maybe the reason why um, we weren't allowed to use the dishwasher is because the dishwasher is associated with ease. And I don't think Asian people, yeah. you know, that's not like, uh, like when it comes to like work ethic, I guess there's like, there's like this intense need to struggle. And with a dishwasher, I guess when they would make us do chores and not use it, it's just sort of like, no. Right. Because like, they wanted you to, like, elbow grease, wash the dishes, because that's, like, teaching us to be, like, disciplined and, like, mm-hmm. responsible. But, like, now that I think of it, I also, like, if someone, like, didn't wash the dish thoroughly, too, they would use that as, like, a little leverage. They'd be like, hey, you didn't wash this correctly. But I feel like, again, I'm delirious. This is getting to me. This is because I'm not, I'm not able to articulate myself fully well, as I usually do. But um, I honestly think that the, more, uh, the most efficient thing they could have done for us was allow us and teach us how to efficiently use technology. And the fact that, the fact that, most Asians, especially with our parents, they're stereotyped to want to be so strict because they want the best for us. 
when in reality, the things that they end up doing, they're not really efficient at all. It's just the insistent need to watch us control us to to watch Mm -hmm. us struggle yeah and it's like 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 you said earlier sadistic (laughs) oh my god it is yeah i mean oh speaking oh yeah i don't know i also think it was like a generational thing since like they Mm. and their families grow up like without a dishwasher they're not like familiar with it and then they're just like they're like technology avoid it yeah or like we didn't have to do this so you're gonna do it our way yeah they like want to keep things the same yeah because now that i think of it when i was in vietnam they ain't nobody used no dishwasher wait wait wait. there was a dishwasher like a person designated to do dishwasher yeah there's no dishwashers in vietnam <laughs> wow is that a mind-blowing moment for you well i think the reason why so as you guys might know i have a brother yeah mm-hmm. and i love him to death but he will make the most funniest, ignorant comments about what he thinks Vietnam is. And oh, God. I, and the fact that you're, y'all are both saying there's no dishwashers in Vietnam, I'm like, I pray this man doesn't listen to this episode because then he's going to come back and be like, see, they don't have dishwashers in Vietnam. I knew Vietnam was like this poor, miserable ass country. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's, that's, that's literally what it's going to be because I'm like, no, they have McDonald's in Vietnam. Vietnam is more modernized. Now that finding out they don't have dishwashers is going to set my brother's idea of Vietnam 50 years back again. Oh, God. They don't really have dryers either. Wait no, Great. I just went. They have dryers now. Well, when when I my, first went, my and, families don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure most families don't. But um, this time we just went. We saw some dryers. Yeah. Uh, when I went when when I went in 2020, then I didn't see. I was I was fascinated. Like I I I, I had the I had the washer, mm-hmm. and you know in America when you have a washer right next to it is usually another like a dryer, yeah. right? No, but there's when I dryer. was there the first time in 2020, I washed my clothes, and I opened the next machine thinking it was a dryer. It was just another washer. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And so then the lady like came up from my hotel that I was staying at. And she was like, if you want them to dry, you have to like hang them on the little, the little yeah. line right here. And I was like, oh, okay. And that, it sucks because then there's a lot of wrinkles in your clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a whole ordeal at my house. Like the cousin's like, oh, it's your turn to do, turn, hang up the laundry. And then like... It's a whole thing when it rains. You have to, like, bring everything in. Yes, and, like, yes. Because it's usually just hanging out in the sunlight. And and then, like, while I was washing my clothes that first time while I was in Vietnam, the lady was like, oh, just let me know if you, like, need a steamer in your room. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I'm thinking, what do I need a steamer for? But then when my clothes had finally dried, I was like, oh, they're yeah. wrinkly as fuck. <laughs> also, I hate how, like, how it dries sometimes because then it has, like, the wet clothes smell, like... It yes. doesn't smell like detergent anymore. Yes. All I'm hearing is so much struggle associated with our people. But like it's it's so awesome still. Like I just like love that. Place. I think it's I I feel like there's like a yeah like um kind of like a old fashioned charm to it. Mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't personally mind it, but hearing this is making me understand. Oh, yeah, okay. like what what era they're in still. Yeah, and then especially when they come here, and then they still hold on to certain things. And well, okay, is it really a charm to it, or is it just? 
Well, I say charm because when you think generations back, not just people that are still in Vietnam right now, right? I'm talking about like back in the imperial days. If yeah. you think about it, people used to wash their clothes in the river. Oh yeah, and you know we used mm-hmm. to, we literally used to not use like soap to. Um, it was literally just water, just water, like in river water at that, you know. So like I can only imagine how clean quote-unquote clean clothes were back then okay you know so i'm I'm sure they used some sort of astringent like they probably put something like Mm -hmm. as as it as it technology like or as technology developed but in general it's just kind of cool to see like how different parts of the world work i mean yeah and it's just like it's not even because vietnam is poor and they can't afford dryers i think it's just because people are used to doing things that way and like, yeah no i think it's definitely because they're so used to it yeah, so they're just gonna i do think there's a cultural it. aspect to it that i'm totally not against i'm literally just hearing this and think right now if my brother was listening <laughs> to this conversation he's gonna use he's this gonna use a fuel i mean he'll probably stay in those like hotels that have dryers and like housekeeping and then like yeah that is so him no he's such a that that is so him if he had to be anywhere it's a five-star hotel with some sort of he's a very anti-struggle person (gasps) yeah like i I stayed at a regular airbnb like owned by someone Mm -hmm. local and the lady that owned it she was like i'll do your laundry if you want me to i was like thank you question mark um and she was like i'll dry it i'll fold it i'll make it nice everything i was like okay okay see now i feel slightly traumatized because that sounds all good in the head but i actually don't know if i trust somebody else that much to do my laundry like you think she's gonna Gonna lose it it? or no 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 no, no. it's not even about stealing it i mean that's i guess one factor i think i mean i think it's because i'm a virgo but i feel like other people who do things for me might not do them correctly Ah, so it's mm. more like thanks for the offer, but I, I no, I'm gonna be sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm also that way about undergarments as well. Like oh yeah, although she, uh, what's the word offered? I we we did take on her offer, but I I excluded my undergarments. So totally yeah, understand yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next one. Um, so my dad always likes to say shit like Tao nuôi mày nam which translates to I raised you for 18 years so you have your entire life and you owe me basically like you owe like the concept of owing your parents Wait 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 I got a question so did he wait until you were 18 to say that So whatever age I was whether it okay, was okay. <laughs> whether it was 7 years old 14 years old even now, I'm 24, 25. He'll still say some shit like, Tao, like, even though I don't live with him now, he'll probably still say shit like, which is like, I raised you 20 something years and you disrespect me. It's just me. like whatever age you Wait, were. But then, like, you've moved out before then, so is he still raising you? Girl, you're telling me. You're telling me. Every time I. Do something that's quote unquote disrespectful. He's like, so all those years I raised you, mean nothing. <laughs> sometimes, like 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 I just said, it's sometimes it's not even an amount. It's not even like a set number. You know, 
I don't think anybody should go through this, but I love this ongoing beef you have with your dad. Just, I don't know why. I don't yeah, know why. And then, just, like, I'd be seeing him around, too. I'm like, oh, oh shit, yeah, she did Michelle's see him dad. the other day. Like, yeah. It's too small of a world. Houston is huge, but too many people know me. That's why I don't go outside, because I don't want to bump into anyone I know. Um, that's just, but, okay, so I guess my whole thing was the mm-hmm. whole concept of, like, owing your parents right yeah um i think because like my mom would ever sorry if this is a poor rough translation but she would always say things like oh noi my wa," which is i guess her way of trying to be like it was i it was a because she would never say to me i raised you for x amount of years yeah uh she would never say, I raised you for X amount of years, you have to pay me back. She would say, I raised you for X amount of years, and all of those years were a waste. Ah. And, <laughs> like, return on investment, negative. Yeah, because, I mean, she it was still implying that I owed her stuff, but she was basically implying all of those years that I raised you. That literally was literally just a waste of my time and effort. Um, th- that's what I thought that translated to. And she, that's probably what she was implying, too. Mm, and I, I was see. just kind of... Um, and I know that she was basically... Uh, I, not her specifically, but I think that when parents say stuff like that, that's not... That is a way of guilt tripping. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like... They're trying to... Oh, they're trying to pull all the strings. Like, literally, I did something... Okay. My dad recently got remarried, or quote-unquote remarried, but let's just say remarried. He keeps wanting me to call his wife mom. And I told him, yo, I'm 20 fucking four. If I don't want to call somebody mom, I'm not going to call them mom. What was he I, on? I didn't sorry, say man. it like that. I respectfully said, I'm old enough now to make my own decisions, and I respectfully do not want to call her mom. Right? And then he was like, joy, oi my home oh yeah like like just because i like i set my boundary and he was like nah there ain't no boundaries in this bitch (laughs) amy do you relate to that in particular like uh i guess um i don't know how open you want to be about uh certain things but like uh do you like Mm, i mean she doesn't really, like, say, like, oh, I raised you for this many years, but, like... Oh, no, I meant the whole, like, having a parent trying to call get you to call some unfamiliar oh. person that they're dealing with. Um, I, I think she stopped trying, like, she kind of did before. Oh, mm. wow. Mm. But, um, honestly, it's like other Asian adults. Like, I stayed with my aunt and this, like, older church lady. Mm-hmm. And when she found out that I didn't call my stepfather, like, with dad, she's like, oh, if other people find out, they'll laugh at you, because that's so, like... That's such a Viet thing to say. Because I'm just like, who the fuck? Like, who? No, like, that's literally a Viet thing to say, because, like, um, my aunt, who doesn't know me, she lives in Vietnam, she's met me a few times, but she's Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, if you tell people, like, your problems with your dad, they're just gonna sit there and laugh at you. And I'm like, okay, and what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? <laughs> I'm like, who's 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 that sucker? I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I feel like, I guess, I feel like, older Asian people have such a heartless culture around it because mm-hmm. to ha- to expect it's never happened to me, but it's it's very heartless to expect a child to now call this stranger 
in their life like father or mom because it's like do you not understand that they have that do you not think that that child cherishes their own relationships with the person they actually perceive they actually perceive as their parent i think because specifically in vietnamese if they even raise you you call them like for example uh manui yeah which means like someone who took care of you uh or they do have a word for stepmom i think it's uh meke gay i think oh okay uh um but but like no one really says that um and then like if you have a auntie that took care of you sometimes you can say like my hi my ba like depending on who they are uh yeah and i'm like i think that i think that's their concept of it yeah but as an american <laughs> i know that sounds so like i'm american yeah, like here we kind of call our parents like by their name kinda. yeah like especially you know oh my god when when my um white uh cut my my cousin's white boyfriend called my aunt by her first name i was like taken aback i was like what'd you call her <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i think i i won't lie and say that phenomenon is shocking at first because because so my mom's never tried to get me to call any of her boyfriends but yeah her boyfriend's like dad or whatever she she accepted for yeah she expected me to just call them by their first name just because i think that um i don't remember my mom having an emotion i've i was never born or to or i was never even in my early childhood i've never seen my parents actually seem like they liked each other so my mom was never like um on this whole thing of cherish your dad or he's your only dad or whatever she's just i think she's just very anti-men so even if she was dealing with somebody romantically and had them around me she would never like force me to call them dad because i think for her she's just like i'm literally your one and only parent ah she took pride in that is that where you get your hate men thing wait wait pause pause uh, uh, maybe well oh. <laughs> okay i well now i have to explain myself um maybe well so my hatred okay so my mom's hatred of men uh stems from um stems from the fact that she just feels like she's never had good luck with a lot of them mm. um whereas my um my resentment for most men is based in like uh patriarchal norms because at mm. the end of the day the mm. way my mom hates men and the way that i do are like two completely separate things because even when with my hatred for them it's more systematic but my mom agrees with that system she's very like she's very in agreement with misogyny and patriarchy so her hatred for men is just bitterness when things don't work out whereas mine is from a place of wait a minute if i can't go to the temple because i'm on my period then that's literally just because i'm a girl whereas men don't really have that problem yeah Mm. so that's like where my whole thing is but she agrees with that she's literally just like yeah it 
you know men are the uh the the, the, the fruit of men all problems shit. uh what is it they say menstruation men <laughs> menstrual problems <laughs> what the um what is it uh the uh, food regimen or like there's like everything that has men in it is a problem (laughs) exactly exactly but even with see even with my problems with men my mom would not agree with me she's just like and those things are well yeah you shouldn't be doing things Mm. like praying if you're on your period you're a woman and so danny says um in his case it wasn't hard since he had no relationship with his dad in the first place that makes sense Wait, do we all have daddy issues? Heck yeah. No, we do not. Don't. Yeah. I never, daddy issues no. friend group? Oh my god. Trauma bonding. Daddy issues implies that you have beef with your dad. You can't have beef with somebody who was never oh, in your I life. Mean, I mean, but then you have beef because he wasn't there. No, no, no. I no, no. Don't. It's, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> no. You don't gotta have do. beef to have daddy issues. <clears throat> The fact that he was absent probably means you. Was the beef. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't, I mean. I'm sorry. I guess. I guess when I hear daddy issues, I'm like, I am not that girl. I don't want to be that girl. <laughs> I just really don't. I mean, I guess if I were to categorize myself, I do have maternal issues. <laughs> I do also have mommy issues. Me too. I think the both of y'all just got double the be- whammy. Yeah. Yeah. I wait, but then you didn't. Well, I mean, again. Well, she did say she has mommy issues. Yeah, like, I mean, I can't say... Oh, don't get me wrong. I do have a lot of issues Mm -hmm. with my father, and I do think that... I do think that a father's absence is still as problematic as, like, another abusive parent's, like, presence. So I do have problems with him, too. But I think that you... The whole mommy issues and daddy issues things literally comes from... Uh, whatever dynamic you had with your parents I still I do have a problem with my dad but I don't say I have daddy issues because I don't have a dynamic with him that is uh I guess that gave you issues I suppose yeah because like I guess if we're gonna go back to like Freud or whatever uh and really put some like history or psychological things behind it um uh, my my relationships with like men or whatever i i don't have any trauma like I, I don't have any like um this reminds me of my dad or anything i don't have that like i never have any moment in my life where i'm like oh my god i can refer back to like my dad well daddy issues doesn't necessarily yeah, mean that you mean have that. like traumatic memories with your father sometimes daddy issues is like because you lack a dad yeah, there's Please like, this, there's no like, this. oh, here's an example of what a good man is, or, yes, or even yes, here's exactly. an example of what a bad man like, is. There's yeah, just yeah. no there, example. A very common problem would be like, girls will date really bad guys, mm-hmm. and th- most of those girls will have daddy, or ha- commonly have daddy issues because they didn't have a man to show, or a man to show the daughter, like, what is a good man. Okay, I agree with y'all yeah. 100%, but I think that only highlights my mom issues even more because anytime yeah. I interact with a man i'm always afraid that he will criticize me the same way that my mom will like mm. even gender differences aside mm-hmm, since mm-hmm. my mom was the one that i had the dynamic with i literally mm. hear her words in a lot of men's like tones mm, i see 
that was really I mean, does your mom like only say those like strange things when she's like specifically mad at you or just like has she ever been loving or like just normal even uh so so if i ask her for a hug she'll give me a hug Okay. But does she say some shit like why do you need a hug? She I don't think she does. Okay, good. Like, good yeah, good. like she's <laughs> I mean um she is affectionate in her own ways. Mm. Um like making you food. Yeah, like yeah. she doesn't like she doesn't do that thing where she'll like she doesn't she she doesn't apologize or anything like that. She's just sort of oh, yeah. like just wait. Like, is it the Asian parent that like they didn't apologize, but mm-hmm. they'll come bring you a plate of fruit? Yeah, okay. or food. She never. Mm. She, she'll never like bring me food, but she'll be like, "Mei mong ang hong." Ah, and ah. I'll just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." They'll be like, "Are you done being sad now? Dinner's ready." <laughs> <laughs> that's literally. Are that's you literally. done now? <laughs> <laughs> and the, and I would take that as like. Oh, she's not mad anymore. Okay. Oh, God. I see. You know what? All this conversation has taught me is that I just have issues regardless of who, which parent was there. I'm not. I I don't want. want. All right. On to the next. Um, Let's see. This one says Asian auntie or elder saying you look chubbier, but trying to be subtle about it, but really not being subtle about it. Asians are known to be very passive aggressive. But I don't know how passive that is because I feel like that's very. So, like, to give you an example, I've had many family members come up to me when I was younger and or chubbier. They'd be like, Did you buy that shirt a long time ago? <gasps> or maybe you should return that for a bigger size. So, like, it wouldn't be outright, hey, you look chubby. <laughs> There's a precision yeah. to the way that they speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's sharp enough to still hurt, but you can't say I stabbed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what about y'all? Like for me, they were a little more like, oh, like, you'll be prettier if... You like you out because like oh that's so like Asian beauty standards. Like, you look prettier if you're skinnier. Yeah, like they're like. Oh my god. Because we all know. Yeah, because like, I don't know. My my aunt is weird because she'll like over in America. She'd be like, oh, I love your arms. Like I love that you have like muscle and like you you're not as skinny as me. And uh, the minute we go to Vietnam and people like keep praising for how skinny she is like she she's like all hyped up about it she's like yeah i'm skinny yeah she, like but then here she'll be like oh i'm too skinny like i need to be like you like mm. and literally just because you're on a different side of the world she changed her mind yeah mm. i see i see what about you autumn uh wow um i will say that when I was younger, I had older Asian relatives that were women make, like, inappropriate comments about my body. Like, I would be, like, 12, and they would speak about whether or not my body was actually going to be desirable to men. And it's like, keep in mind, I'm 12. Like, what do you mean my body wouldn't be? Like, and sometimes on the other end, 
they would imply that because of the way my body was that I would be fast when I got older, which is basically like that it because fast as in sexually. Yeah. Ah, like a slut. Uh-huh. And I'm like 12, so I'm like I'm stupid because at first second I was like fast. What do you run fast? <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's like that's like no, I, it, it's it, that's that's the implication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like um, because I remember having a uh, I think it was my grandma or my aunt like talk about like I guess the size of my butt and mm. that because of it like I was gonna be somebody that was going to be super young and super like just a big fat slut and mm. i'm just like thinking to myself i'm 12 like what is sex <laughs> I'm 12. Why are y'all saying let's that talk about, about s-e-x and i'm like what the fuck does yeah. that spell <laughs> i mean it's so weird that they don't want like big bucks there and like here like you can do now Oh, yeah. I tell Autumn all the time, dang, girl, I wish I had a piece of your ass. I know, like, donation. <laughs> Please. But, like, there, it's like, <laughs> if you, like, if you had a big butt, like, it, people would be like, oh, you look so good here, but then you, like, you, you still look good over there. You just wouldn't be able to fit the clothes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. Like, oh, my God. We all saw that meme, right? Um, Like, the, 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 the stores in Asia that are specifically for, like, quote-unquote fat girls. Like, anything over a size 6, I suppose, is considered plus over there, which mm-hmm. is, like, horrible, if you think about it. I think I think all three of us on this couch would be considered plus-sized. In some strict Asian country, we would be considered plus-sized, which I think is an actual insult to actual I think I'm size. still, like, uh, when I buy clothes, like, off of, um, what are those, like, Shein, uh, or, like, the like the from china basically i'm still considered like i'm small like i'm i think i'm smaller i'm the smallest here but i still buy medium or large when i like when i'm buying from like the asian specific stores yeah well like she actually i think she is getting better it runs pretty big now actually um i do have some shirts from Shein where i bought the extra small and it's still loose yeah Um, but um like just like korean brands (laughs) yes or like yes style cannot yeah. uh i have to specifically when i look on asian website i have to mm-hmm. pick there's like american sizing yeah yeah oh, and really? the mm-hmm. like they'll they'll literally say like sometimes on shein too it'll say like asian sizing and then it'll say the if it doesn't say asian sizing then it's the regular sizing like the regular oh. wait so american it actually sizing. says asian sizing it does say asian sizing i think that's insane yeah uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. And but, then and then people yeah. will get pissed. Like you'll read in the reviews that they'll get pissed because then they're like, "I bought this in the size small, but it came like it was a kid size." And they, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I was like, they accidentally probably bought the Asian size. <laughs> yeah, kid size. I heard that, like in a, there was a train trend in China where um, people would go to the Uniqlo kid section and then like show off how they could fit the kids shirts. <gasps> wow. I actually, I think that's a, also a trend here too, but I don't know how you feel about it. I guess mm-hmm. it's more like, I, I guess it's more like there's an aspect to it that is very, um, I guess it just does not make me feel good. It's almost like 
it's almost like there's supposed to be this pride to it that a grown person can fit kids clothes but that only makes me question how much of unrealistic beauty standards have really been ingrained in i'm so sorry i don't know my i'm my again not <laughs> fully there yeah this is like autumn like this is the first time we're doing like a nighttime episode and autumn is well not the first time but it's first time in a while and autumn is not quite there my bedtime is at 10 11 or 12 now. basically right now yes <laughs> you should uh hang out with me more and it'll get later uh-uh <laughs> No, I used to be like a night person, but we used to do the podcast at night. But yes, because we're so used to it now being mm-hmm. during the daytime. Oh yeah, speaking of which, I just put out uh, put out a poll on Twitter and Instagram whether you guys like it if we're live streaming during the morning, day, afternoon, or nighttime. So if you want to put your input, you can totally put it on there. Um, yeah, so. But anyways, yeah, we're so used to doing it during, or at least right now we're used to it during the time. So, so autumn is quite sleepy. I, not sleepy, I guess like just mentally, right? Yeah. No, no, you're technically right. I just don't have the words. Mm. Like my vocabulary mm. right now is on a fourth grade level. Oh God. <laughs> All right. So let's close it out. We got one more. Um, actually that last one i have a lot to say about that last one okay go ahead go ahead ahead, yeah no i mean i guess so so the last one kind of connects to what i was talking about earlier um like um when i said uh when i was younger i had you know adult family members who would i guess imply that i was gonna be like fast yeah uh just based on my body so this one is like is like I, I think this is more applicable to Asian mm-hmm. girls, but the whole like judging us if we sit with like our legs open, um, I think that all of us have dealt with that. But my yeah. Yeah, because if my grandma was sitting here right now, she'd be like, What are you doing, Michelle? Like <laughs> like I'm like literally You're the most open legged out of any of us. Yeah. Or like even I, even as I'm wearing shorts, so like kinda like how Amy's wearing a large t shirt and you can kinda barely see her shorts, my grandma would be like, What the fuck are y'all doing? Especially in shorts. No, like so I guess my perspective of that is I also wanted to add I guess it's for mm-hmm. me it's more than just opening your legs and being criticized for it. I I think that for young Asian girls, we go through this thing where we're getting slut-shamed before we're even educated on what sex is. Because I've been called a slut by adults since I was eight years old. I've been called, and that I've been considered one um, that young. And I think 12 was when I was old enough to really, I guess, understand... Like, know what it was? Uh, I guess not only to, like... Because when I was eight, I knew it was just a bad word that you would just, you know, call people. It was just a misogynistic thing to, like, uh, say. But when I was 12, that was when I was like, that's what they thought of me? But I wasn't doing that. Mm. And my mom was, like, the biggest perpetrator of it. And, and it's like... Uh, I think the reason why I say for like Asian girls specifically is because I'll know so many Asian girls who have never ever had their first kiss before get 
slut shamed so hard by their parents like they're getting called all kinds of like whore slut prostitute and it's like but you know you probably never you haven't even had the birds and bees talk yet yeah like (laughs) like i've never had like i've never had the sex talk but i've had all of the sexually implied insults Mm. so you know so I think the first time I sat with like my legs opened, I was also wearing shorts and my mom would literally be like, like you you're want- asking for it. She'd be like, you want to be a slut so bad. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like, excuse me. I'm, and I'm like barely about to be in sixth grade. And I just, mm. you know, and, and the reason why I think that might be Asian specific is because I think with Asian parents, they do this thing where they put so much of purity culture on their girl, their daughters, the girls, the yeah. girls. Mm-hmm. and and instead of educating us and showing their concerns like normal parents, they just straight off the bat start calling us names, and it, it, and it's like, but what if I've never interacted with a boy before? They don't care, and that's just weird, and it's like. It's like, why do you think that I'm such a sexual deviant at this age? Maybe that's their way of, like, pre-traumatizing you. And I'm just joking. Actually, pre-traumatizing no, 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 no. is not a thing, but, like... I think it's just traumatizing. Yeah. That, that's, no, no, that. no, 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 no. I think pre-traumatizing kind of is... I mean, it is traumatizing, but I think Michelle's onto something because my mom and I had this conversation one time, and I, uh, like, when I got older, I think I was, like... 20 21 22 and i was like asking my mom you used to do all of these things to me when i was in high school and middle school and call me all of these this prostitute slut and whore and you did that to me and she was like i did that to you so that you wouldn't actually go out and do it yeah 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 that's what i was getting at (laughs) no i I was was like (laughs) i feel like the way that would not work on me because then i would be like that bet (laughs) take it as a freaking so uh, i feel like maybe they got that vibe but i would have been like bet no 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 so i almost was like that but the reason why i wasn't is because genuinely in my heart of hearts uh there was a time where i thought i was asexual because i didn't like the way that boys around me made everything sexual without Mm. my consent Mm. and it was just creepy i thought that i was really really had a i thought i had a nasty attitude towards sex that like a, a very i thought i had a very adverse like oh this isn't for me kind of thing because i didn't like the way that boys around me you know, would make things sexual when I'm just like, like, that's just not what I was thinking. So that, so it wasn't that my mom's trauma thing worked on me. It was that creepy boys kind of made sex not fun for me before Mm. I can even be like, okay, fuck what my mom said. I'm going to do this. I was pretty rebellious towards my mom, except I think I let her prove me right. I mean, not prove me right. I think I let her traumatize me into that one because before I could even just be like, no, fuck what you had to say, other boys around me already ruined the aspect of Mm. sex for me by Mm -hmm. making it something that I I guess just, it just did not sound fun. Mm, Yeah, so the reason why I say it was pre-traumatizing is because Instead of saying pre-traumatizing, they're basically preventing you from, like, getting there. And I know Amy said 
I would have took it as a challenge. <laughs> no, but, like, but I think that most Asian, most girls do. <laughs> yeah, because like my grandma, I know once upon a time she was like, if you don't brush your teeth, a boy's not gonna kiss you. And so that was her saying her way of saying, please just brush your teeth. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like she could have just went with. Please just brush your teeth, right? But she chose to, like, add the element of, hey, if you want this, then you gotta do this. You know, the reason why I I say those things are Asian-specific is because I would talk to my other minority friends, whether they were, you know, um, black, Mexican, whether uh, they were any other, like, minority ethnicity. I would be like, your parents would do that to you too, right? And they'd be like, no, what the fuck? That sounds, that's psychologically damaging. They would not do that. And, mm. and we're good at that. Our, yeah, our parents what, are good at that. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm like, wait, but I thought we were all in this together. And they were like, no, you, that sounds like Asian, the way Asian people psychologically damage people is very, you got that one. <laughs> There's whole books about it. <laughs> nah, but anyways, that is our episode for today. Um, trauma bonding uh we didn't get that much commentary today but i'm sure anyone who watches this and or hears this will totally either agree relate in some sort of fashion because i found these off the internet so (laughs) i think people listening to this will generally just be like why i don't know but (laughs) yeah like what like one last thing like my mom maybe she's trying like be a little better now like Okay. That I don't live with her. Yeah. Because, like, now she can't do anything to me. But, um, <laughs> like, if there's still this, like, one little, like, stress response every time I see her name on my caller ID, like, mm. like, do you guys get that? Like, I, like, see her, like, name calling me on my phone. I'm like, oh, like, I automatically assume, like. It's a bad thing. Like, yeah. she's calling you to scold you or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Mayado. Mayado. I, may <laughs> I will say that is you are definitely not alone in that because a lot of Asian people will literally like post on TikTok or the internet. I live on my own now, but every time I see my parents' color ID, it's like, I, I even going to make a long story short. There's this, there was this one TikTok I saw mm-hmm. of this Asian girl being like, um, my hours of peace are like at 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. because those were the hours that I would never get in trouble and those were my peace. And it's, you know, it, she, it was because she lived with her dad and if it wasn't 2 a.m. or 4 a.m., she would get yelled at, be in mm-hmm. trouble, all active hours a day except for that night. And that when she moved out, those hours, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., were still her hours of peace even mm-hmm. if she wasn't dealing with all of that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I do think moving out of your parents' house is a very, very important thing, but there are some things that will probably linger with us until we just have to move that over that hurdle. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I have a different aspect. Whenever my parent, not my parents, whenever my dad calls, I'm just like, what the fuck does he have to say? <laughs> I love this beef so much. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. No, because like, part of me is like, okay, what if he's like hurt? Right? What if he's calling me because, like, he's in the hospital? <laughs> but a part, a big part of me is, like, what he got to say now? <laughs> so, that's a little uh, different on my side. I guess, yeah, I never think about, like, uh-oh, like, what if she's at the hospital? Because then, like, I usually be someone else calling me if that was the case, I feel like. But, like, 
I think it's because my mom was always in the hospital. I think that's why oh. I have that. But again, that's a me-specific trauma. That's not an Asian-specific trauma. <laughs> okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, that's just one of my lingering effects. I don't like other no, people. I, I, that alone, no, that you're not alone. I, I know a lot of people that are like that. Especially when they come from having strict parents. Definitely, that is a totally normal thing. It's always like, oh shit, my mom's calling. <laughs> Literally. And, and it'll be like... You Sometimes when your mom calls, even I'm like, damn, your mom's calling. What's she going to like, Most of the time, it's You're like, pretty traumatized for her? Yeah. I know. Like, most of the time, it's nothing. She's like, oh, like, are you going to come over, come home? Like, you Feed your cat. <laughs> type shit. Yeah. yeah, she'll be like, oh, like, restock on cat food. But, like, yeah, but, like, before, it'd be like, her yelling at me and keeping me hostage on the phone for, like, 40 minutes, so. Yeah. I remember that, actually. I remember that. Sadly, no, we remember so. that. Alrighty, that is okay, our episode yeah. for today. Y'all don't got nothing in your cups, but we gonna still cheers to it. Hey, I have, I have drips. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, cheers to trauma bonding with the audience and, and us. with us. All right, three. Uh, Wait. Mo- like- um. Okay. So we're gonna hit Amy's cup. Okay. 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 So. Mo hi ba yo. And if you liked this episode, please share it with your friends. Follow and rate us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to follow us on our socials, it's going to be at Cups of Anxiety, spelled A N X I E T E A. Bye, y'all.